Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Come on, y'all. tell you that this woman of God is essential to the body, um, important to the body, and the anointing and grace to help navigate you through grief is so faithful. So go follow Gwen Wayne. Go find, check out Gwen Wayne, Wayne Ministries. And if you are dealing with the grief, the next time she does a grief group, get in on that grief group. And become a part of what she has going on. That is a grace. That is an anointing on her. And um, that that she's a, an amazing place to tap into. She's an amazing, amazing resource. She is such a blessing to the body of Christ. So that's G-W-E-N Wayne. And she's Gwen Wayne Ministry. So please tap into her. She's Sometimes we need resources. Sometimes we need help. So I would love for you to get connected to a powerful woman of God. Come on now. Where are we going to remain? We're going to remain confident in what? I shall see the goodness of the Lord. Ooh, come on, y'all. My God. Thank you. Thank you this morning. My God. My God. Can I tell you something? You don't have to wait on him to do what he what you ask him to do. For you to thank him, you can start thanking him now. <laughs> thanking him for being ruler. Thanking him for being king. Thanking him for grace. Thanking him for mercy. Thanking him for love. Thanking him for power. Thanking him for strength. Thanking him for showing up. Thanking him for him being God. Just thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Just Bless his name, my God. Don't wait until the moment happens. My God. I feel that strong in my spirit. Do not wait on what you've been waiting on to happen. Don't wait on the breakthrough. Don't wait on it to happen. Praise and bless the Lord now. Praise and bless him as if he's God. Praise and bless him as if he's true to his word. Praise and bless him as if he's already worked out your circumstance or situation. Tasha Cobb always says, put a down payment on it. Put a down payment on him. Just worship him. Just thank him. Just bless his name. Lord, 
Thank you, Father God, for who you are. Thank you, Lord God, for all you've done. I thank you for my son's salvation. I thank you that my sons are walking in kingdom. I thank you, Father God, in all things. I thank you, Father God, that you are healer. I thank you, Lord God, that you are strength. I thank you, Lord God, that you are grace. I'm going to bless you anyhow. I'm going to bless you anyhow. I'm not going to wait on circumstances or situations to be worked out. No, I'm going to bless you. Anyhow, I'm going to bless you. Anyhow, I'm going to bless your name. I'm going to worship you. I'm going to praise you. I'm going to magnify you. I'm going to let this world know that you are the one true king. I'm going to let this world know that you are a mighty God. I'm going to let this world know that you are king of kings. You are Lord of lords. You are the great I am. You are the prince of peace. You are Jehovah. You are master of this universe. You are ruler. You are king. Yes, yes, yes. I'm going to bless you anyhow. I'm going to bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Can you give the Lord a praise? Can you give the Lord a praise? Can you thank the Lord with me? I thank you, Lord God, for keeping me from danger seen and unseen. My God, will all the worshipers that worship him in spirit and truth act like you losing your mind this morning. My God, disturb your neighbors. My God, wake up your kids. Get your spouse out the bed and decree and declare today that the Lord is good. My God, the Lord is good. The Lord is faithful. My God, the Lord is so good. The Lord is so amazing. The Lord is all powerful. The Lord is all seeing. The Lord knows everything. My God, he is your my God, he goes before you. He is your strength. He is your reasonable portion. My God, come on, y'all. That's how I feel. If he don't ever do anything else, my, 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 my. If he don't ever do anything else, if I don't ever get another blessing, if he don't ever do another miracle, if he don't ever perform another sign or a wonder, I would still tell you how good he is. I would still tell you how faithful he is. I would still tell you how loving and how kind he is. Why? Because he's that kind of God. My God. He's so significant. My God, I thank you. My God, I bless you. My God, I praise you. My God, I worship you. You are the one true living God. You are the one true living God. I thank you for brand new mercies. I thank you for grace. I thank you for your favor. And I thank you for your love. My God. And I thank you for your peace. And I thank you for how well you take care of us. My God, we love you so much, God. We love you so much, God. We bless you, Father God. We praise you, Lord God. We love you, Lord God. My God, Lord God, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you. We thank you for the power in Jesus. We thank you for the Holy Spirit. We thank you, Jesus, for your holiness. We thank you, Jesus, for dying on the cross and getting back up with all power. We thank you for your faithfulness. 
We thank you, Father God, for good your goodness. We thank you, Father God, for waking us up this morning. We thank you, Father God, for just who you are. My God, you are master of this universe. You are master of this universe. So we're going to declare favor over ourselves today. And it's so funny. I'm sorry. My nose is so irritated with something. We're going to declare favor over ourselves today. Can I tell you something? When I got off the devotional yesterday, after we were commanding our morning and we were saying all the stuff that we are, I started listening and I call him Uncle Miles. And Miles Monroe had come on and he talked about how Jesus always talked about who he was. And if we're to be like Christ, we're not boasting in ourselves. We're boasting in the God in us. So if you have a hard time commanding your morning, you have to think about how Jesus used to talk. He used to say all the time, I'm the way, I'm the truth, and I'm the life. Come on now. That's how Jesus used to talk. That's how bold Jesus was. So this morning when we start talking and speaking and commanding our morning and declaring our day, we're not acting anything other than like Jesus acted. We're standing our truths in the word of God. So I'm going to start for us and then I'm just going to confess favor today over your life and I'm aligning right up with scripture. My God, there is grace to align with my destiny. God is raising up fathers. I'm a change agent for hope. I choose to see through the lens of faith. I will no longer be silent, but speak with truth and love. Come on now. I will receive the power of the Holy Spirit upon my life and witness my God to men and women in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, in Facebook, in YouTube, and all throughout the earth. Come on, speak the word of God over your life. Declare the word of God. Yes, I'm the head and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. I'm a lender and I'm not a borrower. Oh, we stirring up something in the atmosphere. Remember, this is what Jesus did. He declared. He spoke boldly. My God, he talked. My God, the word of God out loud. You got to learn how to build yourself up in the spirit so that you walk in your spirit of truth. You got to begin to see yourself as God sees you, I'm going to act like Jabez this morning. Lord God, that you would bless me indeed, that you would enlarge my territory, that your hand would be with me, my God, and that you would keep me from evil, my God, so that I may not cause pain. My God, I thank you, Father God, for giving me the power to get wealth, that you're establishing a covenant to me, and that you swore to my forefathers, that you swore to my forefathers in this day. Now, here goes our favorite confessions. My God, Genesis 6 and 8, like Noah, and put your name in this. But Lakeisha found favor in the eyes of the Lord. Come on now. My God. Oh, my God. Lord God, give us favor with you, my God, and favor with mankind, my God. Now, God has called all the officials to show favor and sympathy to Lakeisha. That's based on Daniel 1 and 9. Come on now, put your name in there. Type this in the comments. Don't be afraid to declare favor over your life. Ooh. 
my God. Favor produces recognition, even when you seem the least likely to receive it. That's 1 Samuel 15 and 22. Come on. You got to trust in the word. You got to put your hope in the word. You got to understand what the word says. You got to decree and declare. My God. Favor produces prominence and preferential treatment for Lakeisha's life. That's Esther 2 and 17. Come on, y'all. Favor produces supernatural increase and promotion. That's Genesis 39 and 21. Ooh, I feel the power of God. I feel the power of God. My God, can you declare that? Favor produces restoration of everything. Come on now. Everything that the enemy stole from us. That's Exodus 3 and 21. My God, everything. Lord, I thank you for restoring everything that the enemy, my God, has ever stolen from us in the name of Jesus. Woo! Favor produces honor in the midst of your adversaries. Lord, I thank you for giving me favor in the midst of my adversaries. Come on, you got to speak the word. You got to learn how to declare what the word says over you. Come on now, what does the word say? Favor produces honor in the midst of my adversaries. adversaries. That's in Exodus 11 and 3. Favor, come on now, produces increased assets, especially in the area of real estate. That's Deuteronomy 33 and 23. Come on, y'all. Favor increase, produces increased assets, especially in the area of real estate. Lord, I thank you for favor. I thank you for land. I thank you we are able to possess the land. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Favor causes policies. My God. See, the favor of the Lord, even if a policy, even a, if a rule, even if it looks like it cannot work to your advantage, God can bend the rules when it's according to purpose. Favor causes policies, rules, regulations, and laws to be changed and reversed. My God, to your advantage. Ooh. God, I thank you. I thank you for changing policies, rules, and regulations and reversing things to our advantage, Lord God. I thank you for being beyond systems. I thank you, Lord God, that you have the final say-so. Often when I'm dealing with somebody who's being difficult, this is the thing that I confess. I'm just like, Lord, I rest in your favor on this situation. This is what you told me to do. I don't have to finagle. I don't have to manipulate. I don't have to try to make something up. No, your word, your word and who you are. I'm bringing you into this situation. My God, I'm trying to get over to Esther. Esther. So, in the book of Esther, this is when Mordecai is being promoted. And in all actuality, the Jews were supposed to die because Haman was plotting against the Jews, right? Here it is, Haman plotting against the Jews. And because of favor with Esther, my God, that's it. The policies, the rules, the regulations, come on now, and the laws were changed and reversed to their advantage. Oh, 
that is so powerful. When God has decreed a thing, when God has said a thing, when God has pronounced the thing, when God has spoken something over your life, when God has said to you, this is your time and season, my God, favor, policies, rules, regulations, and laws will be changed and reversed to your advantage. So don't be moved by what you see. If you know, especially when you know you're in right standing, especially when you understand his grace, especially when you understand his mercy, you can stand and the truth that God will work every situation out for you. Part of our problem is we get so moved by the situation. We get so overwhelmed by the situation. No, favor causes policies, rules, regulations, and laws to be changed and reversed to your advantage, just like Jews, just like they did for Mordecai. You ought to study and read up on the eighth chapter and the fifth verse and see how it reversed in its advantage. And as a matter of fact, Haman planned for the Jews to be hung and he wound up, come on now, being hung. Favor produces battles won, which you won't even have to fight because the Lord will fight them for you. You have to remember the Lord always, my God, you need to declare that today. The Lord always watches over his word to perform it. Oh, my, 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 my. His word will all is powerful. God always honors his word. My God, he says when everything passes away, his word will still stand. That is why I believe in praying the word of God, speaking the word of God, declaring the word of God. I don't, I, I, I pray, I pray, but the word, I pray that word more than I pray anything else. Why? Because I know God watches over his word. Ooh, he watches over his word. That's why I decree the, the word of God over myself. My God, that's so powerful. And if we're going to be transformed into his image, we have to learn how to decree and declare the word. We have to say what the word of God says, what the word speaks. That's how we begin to imitate God. That's how we begin to talk like God. That's how we begin to act like God. And as we decree and declare the word of God over our life, my God, our mind is being renewed and our heart is being transformed. And as our heart is being transformed, do you know what will begin to happen? Purpose will come up out of you. Purpose will be burst forth. A lot of times people are running around trying to figure out my purpose. I'm trying to figure out what's going on. No, just focus on your relationship with God. Sink yourself into your service. Sink yourself into understanding more who God is. And then purpose will burst forth out of you. You'll come forth into purpose. Don't be running around. Oh, I got to figure out my purpose. I need to know what the Lord is trying to do. I know the Lord wants to use me. He does, but you need clear revelation of who he is because the Lord may send you into a territory. My God, this is a word for somebody today. The Lord may send you into a territory, uh, to an assignment, to a job, to a situation that you know nothing about 
about, that you have no revelation, that you you have no understanding for. We so we 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 get so hungry for purpose that we don't set up. We we don't understand that the purpose who we are is in God. We're not to seek and search out our purpose. We're to seek and search out God. And when we seek and search out God and we renew our mind in his word, then he'll begin to transform us into the image of Christ. We'll begin to act like God. We'll begin to talk like God. And he'll set us directly into the place of where we need to be so that we can go and imitate him. Yeah, man of God, God knows exactly what's planned for you. God knows exactly what purpose you. God foreknew you in your mother's womb. So don't let the enemy have you driving towards, can I tell you something? Don't don't let the enemy have you driving so much towards purpose because what it will begin to do is you'll really be seeking out ambition. You'll really be seeking out ambition. You'll be seeking out to be ambitious. My God, to prove something to yourself, to prove something to your others. Your job is to fall in love with your creator. Your job is to figure out who your creator is. Your job is to understand how and why and who God is. Your job is to become established in love, to be rooted and grounded in his love. Because here's why this is so important. When you're rooted and grounded and established in his love and God places you in assignments. And can I tell you something? Often God will place us in assignments that ain't pretty. Woo! My God. My God. Because he wants to demonstrate his power. See, can, can, I, can I just give this? I don't know who this is for this morning. Can I just give you this? We, it's, it's, it's not about the degrees. That, that's only a tool. It's not about who you are. That's, it's not about you. It's about God getting the glory out of your life. You were created by God, for God, for the glory of God. Well, we live in a very ambitious world who has taught us to seek and follow hard after ambition. We are to be followers of Christ, not following hard after ambition. This is one of the reasons we have difficulty waiting on delayed gratification, being delayed in our gratification. This is one of the reasons we rush. This is the one of the reasons we seek significance and outside approval and marks and checkoffs. It's because this world has taught us to be very ambitious. Our job, my God, is to fall in love with God and to become a follower of Jesus Christ and to disciple others through kingdom. Come on now. After that process, after that process, God will reveal to you and plant you exactly where he needs you to go, exactly where he needs you to be. Let's go look at the story of Esther, who was born a Jew, whose parents had died, who was made raised by her uncle Mordecai, who was hand-selected, my God, to do such a work, to be such an intervening variable, who was prepared, my God, my God, who was prepared for a very moment. So it's not, 
It's, it, it, it's not what this world teaches you. It's not, that's not it. God's not, God's not looking for your ambition. He's looking for your willing heart. He's looking for the fact fact that you will love him and you will serve him. He does, Malisha. God knows exactly who you are. God knows exactly where you are at this moment. And God knows exactly where you need to be. Philippians 1 and 6, God said, I will finish and I will complete this thing. My God, I'm going to finish you and I'm going to complete you. So when we feel anxiety trying to push us, my God, come on now. We have to recognize how ambition is trying to take over us. Uh, um, ambition means a strong desire to try to achieve something. A strong, we're trying to work. We're spending so much time trying to work at it that we don't receive what we need to receive through the supernatural. See, a lot of stuff God wants to do for us, we try to receive it through our brain, in our head, in our flesh. But what we have to receive from God is very spiritual. It's in a supernatural position. Well, if I always am in the position of trying to receive this and make this make sense in my flesh, my God, I quench and negate. God is a spirit. You need to say that this morning. God is a spirit and they that worship him, worship him in spirit and in truth, not in flesh. They worship him in spirit and truth. First Corinthians 2 and 14 says the person without the spirit, my God, does not accept the things that come from the spirit of God, but considers them foolishness and cannot understand them because they are discerned only through the spirit. Ooh, my, 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 my. These things will only be discerned through the spirit. These things will only be discerned through the spirit. That's why you can't pursue ambition. I got to get this done. I got to get this done. I got to get this done. No. Pause. Pray. Continue to seek his face. And then guess what? Favor going to begin to open doors for you. Favor will begin to do stuff. His grace on a situation looks way harder. Now, I truly believe, I truly believe faith without works is dead. But that looks so different according to kingdom. Absolutely. Yara said, faith, ambition will wear you out. John Howard said, not in your own strength, not by your power, not by your might. No, your, your, the, the opposition of the enemy is to present a picture that you need to toil, my God, and labor for things that already spiritually belong to you. Ooh, my, 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 I'm going to say that again. The enemy wants you to toil, my God, and struggle for things that are, that's his opposition. That's the thing. He wants to present to you that life will always be a struggle for you. That favor cannot supernatural increase you. That favor cannot put you to the front of the line. That favor cannot take you from one position to the next in a matter of moments. That favor of God cannot cancel the assignment. 
of the enemy of your life. I have seen the hands and the favor of God when I trust him. I have seen his grace. See, and we think about favor towards stuff. We got to start thinking about favor towards stuff, but the favor of God is resting in his grace. The favor of God is entering the rest of God saying, you know what, God, I know without a doubt, no matter the circumstance, no matter the situation, you favor me. You love me. I am your beloved. You're going to go before me. You're going to be my rear guard. My God, you're going to deal with my enemy. When we start to think like that and talk like that. We rest in the blessed assurance that he is God. Psalms 46 and 1. He said, be still. Come on, y'all. I got to be. You got to put that in your spirit this morning. I got to be still. My God, I got to be still and know that he is God. He didn't ask you to be still and know that you're Lakeisha. He didn't ask you to be still and know that you Ebony. No, he's with me. He's got a perfect plan for me. His promises are yes and amen. Yep, I'm going to go through some things. Yep, I'm going to experience some things. But the scripture tells me, in my toil, am I going through? Come on now. Am I going through? In my persecution, patience is doing a greater work in me so that when I get to the place of my purpose, Listen, listen, Linda, listen, y'all. So then when I get to the place of my purpose, when I get to where God is taking me, when I get to where God is trying to get the glory out of my life, I will be properly equipped. Come on, y'all. I will be properly equipped for my assignment. I'll be so attached. My God. Remember John 15, 16, 17. We're meditating those. I'm going to abide in him. I'm going to be so attached to him that I'm going to, he's going to be the life source. He's going to be the provision. He's going to be the protection. I'm going to be so attached to him. When I get to my assignment, I'm going to be equipped for my assignment. And the reason I'm going to be equipped for my assignment is because the Holy Spirit has led me to the place. My God, what a word. The Holy Spirit has positioned me in such a place for me to receive everything that I need. When the children of Israel, oh my God, oh my God. When the children of Israel were leaving, he said something very powerful for them. Isaiah 52 and 12, he said, he told them, he said, depart. He said, depart, go out from there. Touch no unclean thing. Come out from it. Purify yourselves, you who carry the vessel of the Lord. But this is what I love. He said, for you will not leave in a hurry, nor flee in haste. That's a word for somebody this morning. You ain't got to rush. My, 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 my. He said, for you will not leave in a hurry. You will not move in a hurry. My God. Anytime I feel like I'm trying to be rushed in a circumstance or situation, I know the enemy is perhaps trying to not let me see anything, right? Because there's a spirit of peace attached when God, he said, for you will not leave in a hurry, nor will you flee in haste. For the Lord goes before you and the God of Israel, come on now, 
and will be your rear guard. My God. He said, you're not, he said, you will not leave in a hurry. See, when we rush, when we leave in a hurry, we leave an opportunity for so, so many mistakes, so many things to happen. And the enemy is looking for you to be emotional. The enemy is looking for you to be rushed. The enemy is looking for you to be ambitious. The enemy is looking for you. I got to get this done. I got to get this done that you won't enter the rest of God. My God, I don't know who pulling me, pulling this out of me this morning, but that you don't enter the rest of God, right? And what do I mean by entering the rest of God, right? That's Hebrews third and four. What are we entering? What is we talking about when we enter the rest of God? When we're talking about the rest of God, we're talking about trusting God. My God, when we're talking about the rest of God, we're talking about believing in God. When we're talking about the rest of God, we're talking about being obedient and not rebellious, right? Being obedient and not rebellious, right? When we are ambitious, just trying to get something done, often we'll become rebellious, right? We're not, no, we're going to not leave in haste. We're going to become settled, right? God will cause his mercy, mercies to pass before you. God will visit you. God will be with you, but you got to make this decision. You know what? I'm going to chill out. I'm going to enter the rest of God. Hebrews 4 and 1, therefore, while the promise of entering his rest still stands. Let us fear, lest any of you should seem to have failed to reach it, right? So the promise of salvation through God's provision in Jesus Christ gives us an eternal rest, and it also gives us an earthly rest. This is a spiritual rest. I rest in my salvation. I rest in my righteousness. Oh, come on now. I rest in trust in who God is. I rest in God got a purpose for me. So even if I don't have it figured out right now, I know in due season and in due time, God is going to reveal to me who I am. I just need to wait and trust on God. Remember, this is a spiritual thing. This is not a physical thing. It may not line up. It may not look right in the spirit. I remember when I had finished my master's degree at the University of Arkansas at Little Rock and I could not find a job. I could not find a job and I took a tutoring position um, and I think I was making maybe eight, seven fifty, eight dollars an hour just to kind of bring some income in the house and my husband was like, you are afraid to trust God. You just kind of spinning your own wheels and making stuff up. And I'm going to be honest, if you've never read, read my book, read the book, The Launch, it talks about this in The Launch. And I'm going to be honest, I was, I was so fearful of what God was trying to do for us in that season because it looked like nothing that I had ever been attached to before. It I had always been taught to work for everything. Oh man, don't work, don't eat. I had always been taught to drive hard for everything. I had always been taught that it was in my gifts, it was in my skills, it was in my talents. I did not understand that God could take absolutely nothing and mold me and transform me into exactly what he needed in the right season. So I was making up stuff 
to do because I was afraid to be without. I didn't understand that God would supply all my needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. I didn't understand that the Lord told me not not to worry because I meant more to him than the birds, than the lilies in the field. And they are finely dressed and the, the birds are always provided for. I didn't understand what came with the rest of salvation. Come on now. I didn't understand how things happen in the spirit realm. I didn't understand that faith without the works is dead, right? I didn't I didn't understand that I did not understand that rest and faith when when I combined the the rest with the faith it was the faith that was pulling me out of rest it was the lack of faith that was pulling me out of rest Hebrews 4:10 and 13 for whoever has entered God's rest has also rested from his works as God did from his let us therefore strive to enter that rest so that no one may fall by the same sort of disobedience obedience for the word of God is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword when we enter the rest we resist from relying on our own works. Woo! My, 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 When we enter the rest, we enter the rest. Come on now. We enter the rest. We rely, we resist from relying on our own works. We are not to be in our own self-efforts in our salvation. And we are not to be in our own self-efforts in our purpose. For those of you that have been so consumed about your purpose, about no, rest and trust in who God is. Rest and trust in who God is. It, the, the spirit of busyness will try to overwhelm you and take you when your position has to be once I accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, then God becomes Lord and he's it over my life, right? Then I get the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit will then become my comforter. He will become my teacher. He will become my advocate. He will become my strength. And he will lead me directly into the direction of everything I need. But it's my faith in my salvation. It's my faith in the resurrection power. It's my faith in who God is. Ooh. Remember the scripture uh, when he, they were saying, oh, we cast out demons um, in your name. They were overwhelmed at the power of God working in their life. And he came back and said, basically, I'm summarizing. He said, that's good. He said, but don't be so caught up. That scripture has been in me lately. Don't be so caught up in those things. You need to be more caught up in the fact that your name is written in the Lamb's book of life. That's the most beautiful thing ever. He said, don't, don't get so caught up in the things that you're doing in my name. Be more caught up in the fact that your name, my God, is written in the hand, Lamb's book of life. And when you start thinking like that, it'll take you to a place of humility and ambition won't drive you. Ooh, 
my God. And you'll begin to recognize you're just a vessel, my God. And every opportunity that God affords you is an opportunity to serve for God, to serve on his behalf, to allow someone to witness the power and the glory. See, if I do it, then the power and the glory can be ever. He's not lifted up. If we pursue ambition, he's not lifted up. If we're such in high pursuit of purpose and we're not in pursuit of the relationship with him, he's not lifted up and we'll become consumed and we'll never enter the rest. We'll just toil. We'll just work. We'll work ourselves devilishly almost. We'll work ourselves to death. We will not take breaks. We will not believe that God can do what he needs to do. We'll always be guided according to man's system, looking for man's approval, even when God says you're enough. My God, my God, my God, my God, Lord God, I thank you for your word this morning. I thank you for establishing us in your word this morning. I thank you, Father God, for teaching us in a depth that we may have never seen or heard before. I thank you, Father God, for resetting us this morning, understanding that it's supernatural, understanding how your favor goes before us, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for giving us favor with you and favor with man. You said that your yoke is easy and your burden is light. So we cast all our cares on you this morning, Lord God. In Jesus' name, amen. Get into a habit. Get into a habit. Get into a habit of casting your cares daily. Get into a habit of whatever concerns you, right? Put it before you. This is my, it's a little book I keep. This, put it before you and just, Lord, these are my concerns, right? You see, won't we be too sometimes over the whatever, Lord? Here are the things that I'm concerned about. Your word says for me to cast my cares on you because you care for me. I'm worried. I'm concerned. I'm fearful. I'm anxious. I'm overwhelmed by these things. I know I'm not supposed to be. I'm too consumed with myself. I'm too consumed with my purpose. I'm too consumed with my business. I know I'm not seeking you first. So I need your help. I need your help because your word tells me to trust you. Your word tells me to seek the kingdom first. And I don't really know how to properly seek the kingdom. So I need you to show me because I don't want to move according to ambition. I don't want to move according to my own timing. I don't. I don't want to move according to my emotions. And I definitely don't want to move at my own expense. Because when I'm toiling selfishly towards ambition, it'll be cost. It'll cost me. Not just in the physical, it'll cost me in the spiritual. So, Lord, here's the things that I need help with, right? So then once I seal it, right, then this is just things that I do naturally. Then place it over to the side. And then anytime that something tries to drive those thoughts back up to me, I already cast my cares. I already, that's how you cast down the wicked imaginations. I already cast in my cares. I already placed my cares over here. My God, I'm not going to spend time worrying on this. 
I'm not going to spend time consumed on this. I'm going to worship the Lord. I'm going to seek the face of God. I'm going to stand in his truth. I'm going to stand in his word. When you start talking to God like that, guess what God will begin to do? God will begin to God will begin to invade the spaces in which you invite him in. Oh, don't assume anything. Work up every morning with fresh expectation, fresh asking for fresh revelation and believing in fresh encounters with God. That's how we stay in a seat in a position of humility. That's how we stay in a seat in a position to allow God to be God in our life. Wake up every day with fresh expectation, fresh revelation, fresh invite invitation, bringing him in into everything we do in Jesus name. Amen. I love y'all. We are out of time. Hey, no if devotional will be back next Friday. It's a fabulous Friday. It's a fun Friday. I hope you go experience all the fun, all the good things that are of and from God. My God, two things. We're getting to the worship, another part of worship in our devotional, which is giving. My God, God loves a cheerful giver. We do. We give, and it shall be given back to us. Press down, shaking together, runneth over. Shall men and women give unto our bosom the laws of the kingdom, the laws of reciprocity. Come on, y'all. We sow because we love. We live to give. That is a motto of this ministry. We live to give. So go over to the website right now. Click the donate button and give there, LakeishaMJohnson.com or cash app us, dollar sign, LMJ Ministry. My God, and you can find out all the ways your resources go right back into the kingdom because we believe in kingdom living. Thank you to all our partners. Thank you to all of you that continue to be a blessing to the kingdom. May more fruit abound to your account. Now, my second part is, if you've never accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, this is where it begins. This is where it begins. This is where it begins. So I want you to repeat after me. Dear Jesus, I've sinned against you. I'm sorry for my sins. I'm asking you to come into my heart, take away my sins, and I promise to love and follow you best as I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. If you received that prayer and you prayed that prayer, send us an email, info at justbeinglmj.com. And I will send you, I'm not just going to send you a letter. I'm going to send you some resources. I'm going to send you some things that I know that will continue to help you build in your relationship with God. I love you. God loves you. I love you. God loves you. I love you. But God loves you so much more. Mm. And it is my prayer that you experience the love of God today like never before. Like never, never, and I said before, I meant to. Like never before that you experience the love of God. My God, like never before. I hope in my prayer is that you share this devotional today with someone. 
um, and to just encourage them. Everybody in your life needs to be encouraged in the things of God. Don't worry about whether or not they receive it. The Holy Spirit will do the greater work. Just say, here, share the YouTube link. Click the link. Say, you know what? This is a word for you today. You ain't even got to explain yourself. Just say, you know what? This is a word for you today. And then let the Lord do the increase. Let the Lord bring them to the place of conviction. Now, I need a favor. I need you to do me a favor. I need you to go be loved today. Someone else needs to experience the love of God through you. Why? Because that's the kingdom. It's kingdom, baby. I'll see y'all Monday morning, 5 a.m. Expecting fresh revelation. Expecting to see God. Now, Saturday and Sunday, do not forget to get up and command your day. Take a stand in the word of God for your day. I love y'all so much. Love, peace, and blessings. My God, I thank you. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.